podcast without recording a podcast. I was talking about the, it's not turned around. You keep on handing it to me, not turned around. Um, man, I'm already live, but it's a couple of seconds before five o'clock. Well, what's up? Come on in, family. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm already on live doing my podcast. This is so hood. I'm on the telephone. Nah, pop. No, starts at five. I'll be done at six. That's why I said you get it before six. Either way, I'll be here. Just come on. All right. All right, we're getting ready to get started. It's 459. Share this video. Invite your family. Invite your friends. Let me know where you are, what you got going on. If you need some good music to jam, what I'm listening to right now is the soundtrack to the Do G's Get to Go to Heaven, a holy hip hop. Good music, y'all. Mm. We getting ready to get started. Steve Aron, yo, what's happening, man? Man of God, Robert Moore, bless you. Good to see you, sir. Carlton, what's good, man? In traffic, headed to job number two. Give, stop by here and bring me a dollar since you got all them jobs. I feel you, man. Full-time grind. It's Friday, y'all. And it's time to get free indeed. I'm going to stop that, and we're going to go ahead and get started. It's another Free ND Friday's podcast. Let's get it. What's, What's up, up, world? It's Pastor Free, and this is Friday, and it's another Free ND Friday's podcast. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that you're taking time out of your day uh, and maybe your work week ending, your work week with your boy. Go ahead and invite your friends, your family, your cousins, play cousins. Y'all know how we do uh, into this thing to catch the podcast. Those who do not uh, get a chance to catch the podcast as we record it live on Fridays, you can always go back and play it at a later date on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, you can go back. Apple Podcasts. It's different. Okay. Apple Podcasts. That. Uh, you can catch it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud if you miss any portions of it. Uh, but I'm glad that you got a chance to get on today. Uh, and I see uh, Brother Steve say he's in San Antonio grinding. We're going to say that that means you're working. Uh, we're going to say that that's what that means. Uh, man, I'm jealous. I wish I was in San Antonio Shout too, brother. But I'm not. I am at the Lord's house yeah. in in His presence. Um, one zero zero six Old Austin Huddle Road. For those of you who've never had the opportunity to come to the North Campus of the Abundant Life Church, um, and so before we start, I want to remind you. I've got a record coming out uh, February twenty seventh, which will be my great twenty eighth birthday. But not only a record, a sermon. DVD set. It's 10 parts. Uh, I've pretty much recorded everything that needs to, to go into it. Uh, we got a little bit more filming to do, but I'm excited about the finished product. It's going to be a blessing. The sermons and the worship itself was uh, a blessing. And so I believe with these extra additives and details and the whole nine, uh, the whole trauma movement is going to be 
fire. And so I want you to plan, set your little ducats aside. Uh, we're going to start pre-selling uh, February the 12th. February 12th, and I'm working, trying to be able to get you at least a single uh, that you can hear February the 12th, and you can go ahead and pre-order so that on February 27th, your uh, trauma set will be available to you. So, uh, like I said, this is Free Indeed Friday, and I'm free. <laughs> See that by whom the soul says free, he is free indeed. <laughs> All right, listen. So free funny, free, free funny. Uh, and I, I told this joke in Bible study Wednesday night. It's probably a little too risque for Bible study, but I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, you know, it is what it is. If you're a member of ALC by now and you get squeamish by my humor, well, to God be the glory for you. However, uh, this was so funny. I wanted to read it again. It's called a drunk on the subway. A drunk on the subway. So a drunk man who smelled like cheap wine. Now, I don't know what cheap wine smelled like. Anybody know what cheap wine smells like? Well, this man smelled like cheap wine. He sat down on the subway seat next to a priest. And the man's tie was stained. His face was plastered with red lipstick. And a half-empty bottle of gin was sticking out of his torn coat pocket. So he opened his newspaper and began reading. After a few minutes, the man turned to the priest and asked, Say, Father... What causes arthritis? My son is caused by loose living, being with cheap, wicked women, and too much alcohol, and a contempt for your fellow man. Well, I'll be hornswaggled. I'd never heard that word before, uh, but it was an interesting word. I'll be hornswaggled, the drunk muttered, returning to his newspaper. And the priest, thinking about what he had said, nudged the man and apologized. I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to come on so strong. Exactly how long have you had arthritis? <laughs> I don't have it, Father. I was just reading here in the paper that the Pope does. <laughs> I love that joke. That's hilarious to me. Here's another one. This one is called Expectant Fathers. Expectant Fathers. So four expectant fathers were in a Minneapolis hospital waiting room. While their wives were in labor, the nurse arrived and announced to the first man, Congratulations, sir. You're the father of twins. What a coincidence, the man said with some obvious pride. I work for the Minnesota Twins baseball team. The nurse returned in a little while and turned to the second man. You, sir, are the father of triplets. Wow, that's really an incredible coincidence, he answered, because I work for 3M Corporation. My buddies at work will never let me live this one down. An hour later, while the other two men were passing cigars around, the nurse came back. This time, she turned to the third man, who had been quiet in the corner. She announced that his wife had just given birth to quadruplets. Was that how you say the word? Quadruplets? Quadruplets. Free funny. Stunned, he barely could reply. Don't tell me another coincidence, asked the nurse. After finally regaining his composure, he said, I don't believe it. I work for the Four Seasons Hotel. After hearing this, everybody's attention turned to the fourth guy who had just fainted and fell flat out on the floor. The nurse rushed to his side, and after some time, he slowly gained back his consciousness. When he was finally able to speak, 
you could hear him whispering repeatedly the same phrase over and over again. I should have never taken a job at 7-Up. I should have never taken a job at 7-Up. That was hilarious to me. 7-Up? What's that called when you have seven children? That's good that y'all knew that. Because of the Marlon Wayans movie, right? Was it six? It started with an S. But they both started with an S. Anyway, that was, that, that was a little moment of humor, free fun. If you've had a hard week, a hard, long week, and you just needed to laugh, uh, then hopefully that put a little giggle in, a little chuckle in your spirit. And if you don't think that was funny, just look in the mirror. Just look in the mirror, and perhaps you will find humor in your own. Y'all don't ever look at yourself and just laugh? I do. I do that all the time. Like I, I find I find myself very funny. I am I am often amused by myself. Um, so some kind of way it's just timed out, which is interesting because it's time for us to do free time music. Free time music. And so today I'm going to play another song from the trauma record. And I know if you're tired of hearing a trauma record by now, you're bad because the trauma record's coming out and you're going to really hear a whole bunch of it then. But anyway, I'm going to play another song today. For some of you, it may not even feel like a new song because it is the, the title track to the whole record. Um, and so for those who are members of ALC that were in the worship experiences, uh, this is the song that was playing during the build-up before the sermons. However... At that time, the song was not fully recorded, and so it would always stop at the part uh, where I kind of finished my verse uh, because I literally was just writing a song to do the whole, um, to, to go with the series. And so the idea was given to me. Ken Dance, was, you gave me the idea, right, to go ahead and record a whole album? And so I did it because you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't never scared. So uh, anyway, at the time, this wasn't even a whole song. It was just a verse and a chorus. But now it is a complete song, fully mixed and mastered and ready to be released to the world. And I love this song because it was an opportunity for me to team up with my partners in music crime. Um, no weapon. In uh, yeah. Pastor James Callahan and Mike J. Uh, we make up No Weapon. For those of you who do not know, I've been a part of a, a music group uh, some have called it a trio uh, for a long time now, since I was 16, 17 years old. But what most people do not know is that uh, No Weapon was not originally a trio. How many is when it's five? What you call that? Quintuplet? Is it? Quintet. Quintet. See? Y'all mess up too. If we was a quintet, we was a quintet or a quintuplet. We was a quintet. We were a quintet, and there were five of us, so No Weapon was not just James Callahan, Deshaun Freeman, Mike Johnson. Used to be Casey Snow, as well as Craig Smith. It was five of us young hardheads trying to give God glory through music. Um, and now um, the three of us have kind of maintained, although if you heard, uh, what record did I put out that had the, um, oh, for Christmas, two years ago, we put out the uh, This Throw Christmas, and Can't on there, on uh, KC Snow is featured on one of the songs. Regardless, I'm about to play for you the Trauma Song, which is the title uh, song off the Trauma record. I won't play the whole thing, but I'll play enough for you to hear each three of our parts. Again, this is the Trauma Song uh, featuring No Weapon. Here we go. Believe it or not, you're better. 
you survived the trauma. Psalm 119, 71 says, it was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. struggle to write this verse cause when I write a verse it's gotta be real and I don't like reliving my traumatic situations I have anxiety that paralyzes me and I can barely function I even suffer from depression and at times I wonder if God is still with me do nothing about it Tell the world about it. I survive. I can't do nothing about it. But a whole lot of times I want to. So that's free time music. Listen, I'm moving on today to our free rent. Free and rent. as you can see in the, the title or the, the opening um, post, uh, that today I'm calling this free rent, Give Us Free. Give Us Free. For those who are familiar with the movie The Amistad, you know that that phrase was made popular in that movie, Give Us Free. 
And I'm going to read John chapter 8. I actually was uh, looking at John chapter 8. I've been looking at it all week in preparation for preaching tomorrow, um, preaching at a a retreat. And they're dealing with John chapter 8, which uh, I don't know if they invited me because uh, of the Free Indeed brand or whatever, but that's the, the overall gist of their retreat. And so as I was dealing with that, I kind of, you know, I prepared a sermon for that, but I wanted to say a little word concerning John chapter 8, just one verse, verse 32 today. And John chapter 8, verse 32 says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free or set you free regardless, uh, depending on what translation you're reading. King James Version says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I want to talk about give us free. So, unfortunately, we live in a day and age where truth is relative. It is common to hear people say things like, you need to walk in your truth, or that is just their truth. However, the reality of life is that there is no your truth, there's no my truth, there's no our truth, there's no their truth. There is only the truth. Truth is not relative, it's not subjective, it's not left up to personal opinion, nor is it predicated on public opinion. The truth is just the truth. The truth is only rooted in factual information. The truth cannot be altered or manipulated. The truth may be disputed, but never defeated. The truth does not have to be defended because it stands on its own. However, the truth is not only self-sufficient and immutable, The truth has the ability to transform, to unify, to defend, to uproot, to stabilize, to renew, to refresh, and yes, even to liberate. Jesus says, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Three things I want to tell you real quick and then I'll move on. First of all, this one verse tells us that knowledge of the truth is necessary. The truth of the matter is if you're going to be liberated, if you're going to be free, if you're going to walk in favor, if you're going to accomplish or achieve all the things that you desire, you need to have knowledge of the truth. The liberation of truth starts with the knowledge of truth. And sadly, many people remain in bondage because they will not apply themselves to knowledge. You stay in bondage because you choose to stay dumb. Once a person comes into more vast knowledge, they are limited in the things that can limit them. I'm going to replay that one more time. Once a person comes into more vast knowledge, they are limited in the things that can limit them. Financial freedom begins with knowledge of finances. You want to improve your credit score, you need to know what it is. Sometimes, you know, people who struggle, we don't want to know what stuff is like. That's going to change it. We, we don't check our bank account assuming that if we don't check it and see that it's negative, then it won't be negative. No, nah, boo-boo, whether you have knowledge of it or not, the truth is still the truth. Freedom from addiction starts with the knowledge about how addiction works. That's why the first step in the 12-step program is if you're going to recover or if you're going to be liberated or free from addiction, you've got to first recognize that you have a problem. Many times the enemy keeps us captive by simply concealing knowledge, and those who are committed to captivity will never seek it. 
I'm dropping knowledge today. In the same way, knowledge about God, his plan for our lives, the sin that so easily cripples us, and the enemy who's trying to destroy us is necessary to walk in God's path for our lives. You have to get knowledge, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So knowledge of the truth is necessary, but knowledge of the truth is convicting. I think that's the reason why most people don't pursue knowledge. Because knowledge convicts you. Not only is knowledge necessary, it's convicting. Perhaps this reality is what drives people away from seeking the truth. Because the truth will make you feel some kind of way. People may say some things about you that you don't want to be true, but because they are true, they're undeniable. And you can be frustrated, you can be in your feelings, you can, you know, be upset, but it won't stop it from being the truth. The truth will show you a need for change. The truth will hold you accountable when lies will hold you hostage. Ooh-wee. The truth will hold you accountable when lies will hold you hostage. Exposure to the truth will make you very uncomfortable in maintaining the status quo. And so God's truth is always that there's... For the God's truth, excuse me, for man is that there's always something that needs to be done. Knowledge of truth is convicting. The only way that you're going to get to this point of freedom and liberation is if you're convicted by the reality of your truth. The truth mandates mercy. The truth screams for submission. The truth calls for change. The truth articulates action. The truth asks for accountability. The truth solicits sacrifice. The truth makes an appeal for adjustments. The truth reminds us of our ratchetness. The truth can be extremely convicting. So, knowledge of the truth is necessary. Knowledge of the truth is convicting. But thirdly, knowledge of the truth is liberating. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You're no longer held hostage to the lies that have kept you stagnant because the truth begins to liberate us. Knowledge of the truth can set us free from whatever has held us captive. When you know better, you do better. Uh, To know the truth about your weight is essential to liberating you. Say, I don't want to be that no more. And to start working on bringing it down. <laughs> the old folks say, you falling off, ain't you? <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. To know the truth about your spouse can be a very liberating thing. You stop being mad and angry and pissed off. Can I say it's my podcast? I can say pissed off. You be pissed off all the time because you choose to lie to yourself about who you laying next to. But when you come into knowledge of the truth, it's liberating. To be sure and confident, aware of what your weaknesses are. It's liberating because then you can play to your strengths and develop those areas that you're weak. Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. I've been talking about it in a very metaphoric way, but the truth of what he's saying is very simple. You shall know the truth. Who is the truth? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And he basically says, when you know me, it'll set you free. Because the example that I set for you, the expectations I have for you, the commandments I give to you will allow you to live a liberated life. Give us free. I don't know about you, but I get sick and tired of being sick and tired of being in bondage. 
bondage financially, bondage in my health, bondage uh, in, in unhealthy relationships, bondage in frustration and anger about things that I can't even change. When he says, all you got to do is know the truth. Press into me. Learn of me. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my ways are easy. My burden is light. Same principle, that once you really know me and you really follow my plan for your life, it'll set you free. So that's the free rant for today. I pray that in some way it was a blessing to you. But now let's do some free valuation. I hope that you are where you are able to reply or say something back to your boy real quick. Uh, I see my buddy, my friend, Pastor Kennedy Young, Dallas, Texas, Eastgate Church is on Instagram. What's happening, bud? Uh, but so I've got these free valuation questions free that I valuation. want to ask. For you to consider uh, in light of what I just shared. And you can uh, type in the comment section. I want it to be interactive. I want to hear what you have to say. I'll read it and then people will hear it. People that don't may not even know who you are that follow the podcast will be able to hear your input. So let's talk. Uh, by the way, if you have questions to ask Pastor Free, get that in your mind. Uh, send it to the inbox uh, and we'll answer those questions at the end of the podcast. So here's the first free valuation question. Do you accept the truth at first? Or when you have no other options or opinions? Do you accept the truth at first or when you have no other options or opinions? This is probably going to vary from person to person. I said vary, not very. Uh, it's going to vary uh, from person to person. But I know personally, uh, I really do try to seek God's uh, will first. Just because I believe that when you try to do it your own way or find alternative paths, um, sometimes you'll suffer some unnecessary hard knocks. Uh, it'll cost you a lot of money and a lot of peace uh, to try to do it your way before you try to do it God's way. And so I personally try uh, to seek God's truth as my primary um, resource as opposed to allowing that to be my fallback plan. Now, I do understand that a lot of people, you know, kind of do what they think is best until they have exhausted all of their possibilities and then turn to God as a last resource. But I'm interested to hear from you. That's do you accept? <laughs> That's honest. That's a very honest answer. Steve Heron says that he does both, uh, that at times... He seeks God's truth uh, first or seeks the truth first. And then at other times, you know, you kind of lean on him when you have nothing else to lean on. Anybody else want to share anything about uh, how you prioritize the truth versus your desires, your uh, wants, what makes sense to you? Anybody else? Anybody? Y'all want to say something to in here? You don't? Well, I'm, I'm just saying the truth of the matter is uh, if we were to be honest, a lot of times we struggle with God's truth because it doesn't make sense to us. Right? And <laughs> the funny part is that God already pre-warned us that his stuff ain't going to make sense to you. Right? And so a lot of times we put God's truth on the back burner because it doesn't jive with our thought process. But your thought process is all process. What's wrong with my mouth today? Dry mouthed it. Is it a word? No. 
but I do have this extremely distasteful cranberry water that you gave me yesterday. And for the sake of, wait, is that slander? Would that be slander? As long as I don't show the label. All right. Don't look at the label. It's cold and it's wet. And then wet my whistle. No, I'm a good. I'm good. I'm a rock with the cranberry water. Uh, so on to the second free valuation question: What areas in your life has the truth made you better? What areas in life? Oh, we have a response from Thomas Jacoby Chambers. Oh my my my, T.J. Chambers. At first, <laughs> when it's easy. No other options when it pleases my flesh. Wow. You know what? You, 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 you riding, you, 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 you scuba diving. You deep. You deep today, TJ Chambers. Let me read that one more time. He says, at first, when it's easy, that, that he accepts the truth first when it's easy to accept. But uh, no other options when it pleases my flesh. That's real, man. I really appreciate you chiming in with that input. So what areas in your life has the truth made you better? Anybody want to testify that coming to the realization of the truth has made you better? Um, so at an early age, I came to this realization that people are people, which means that they are limited. Uh, they're finite. No matter how good their intentions are, they're just people. Sometimes people will say they want to be there, they're gonna be there for you, but they don't know what life circumstances will prevent them from being there for you. And um, at a very early age, I kind of accepted that that people are people, and they're gonna fail you and they're gonna let you down. And that's biblical truth that you should not put confidence in man. Um, and that's kind of helped me in life to not be so frustrated and disappointed when people fail. Because uh, at, at some point I almost expect them to fail uh, because of that truth. Uh, and so I think it has helped me, helped me not to trip sometimes, you know. Sometimes I do trip, sometimes I don't. I didn't ask. <laughs> when I ask for input, I get none. But I get, you know, heckled from the peanut gallery. Anybody want to share? Kayla Freeman just joined on. Kayla, do you want to share with us what areas in your life where the truth has made you better? What areas in your life where the truth has made you better? Pastor Young, are they able to talk back to me on Instagram? Well, somebody say something. Tell me, tell me how you used to be jacked up and the truth has upped your jack. Well, that didn't make sense. But, it, I, you know, I was, it was the wordplay. Nevertheless, I'm moving on to the third question. The third, come on in here, Dr. Chu. You came at the right time. Oh, man, I got just come step around here so that, the, so that my Facebook folk can see you. So that, let me tell you. So my good friend and my brother, Dr. Jerron Chu, just walked in the office, and I told him if he got here while I was still podcasting that I wanted him to uh, say something. Now, we live, so don't do no cussing or none of that other stuff. 
man. I'm, I'm God's man. You're God's man. Yeah. Well, I am too, but I be cussing sometimes. All right. So, so too, what I just got through talking about was the uh, John 8 passage where Jesus said, and you'll know the truth, the truth will set you free. So we're kind of doing uh, free valuation recap. Um, and I just wonder, you know, do you have anything that you would add? We, we've asked these questions here. So do you accept the truth first? Or is it that you come to a reality of God's truth when you've exhausted other options? And now I'm kind of asking them various areas in their lives where the truth has made them better. You got anything you want to say? Say it loud so the microphone will pick you up. Uh, do you accept the truth uh-huh. at, at first. first? So, like, I be whooping you in dominoes all the time. That is the truth. But do you no, accept that's that? that's false. <laughs> like, don't no, do you believe that whatsoever. I'm just saying, do you accept that? Or once I beat you so much, you have no choice but to accept it? Like, okay. neither I, one. Oh, okay. Because, okay. you know, um, the first thing, you know, that I want to say is that you can't believe everything that you hear. <laughs> okay. So, brother, I'm, 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 I'm going to let you have that because that's relevant to the discussion. Yeah. You but know, not relevant to our domino. It's relevant. Okay. It's relevant for okay. you. Okay. All right. Well, God bless you. You know, the first thing to recovery it's for you to admit. So we have, I've already said that. Move on. Let's, you know. Well, it ain't no sense to be talking. Did it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you should Y'all, have known when you walked in. taking my whole commentary, so I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> I right. know you got plenty to say. I just want to no, know. No, seriously, though, on a, on a serious tip, mm-hmm. no, you cannot take what you hear uh, from people because, man, people have a way of fabricating a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and they tend to make you believe stuff that don't have no truth to it. Mm-hmm. And then some people just tell kind of like half truths. Right. And so, um, you know, it's it's partial. And so what has to happen is uh, you have to identify the situation and find some things out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And even in uh, relations to the scripture, there are so many times that people don't even believe what God say until oh, yeah. they figure it out on oh, their yeah. own. Oh, yeah. You know. A lot of people who call themselves Christians really struggle to believe the Bible is true. Right. And as a pastor, I'm kind of struggling with that at this point. Because how do you build people up and teach them if what we're supposed to be teaching them is the word, but they don't, they're not sure if the word is true? It, it's a hard task. Um, you dealing with that now. I'm dealing with that now. Uh, because there are so many times where we are trying to find a passcode to unlock it. Mm-hmm. And it seems uh, to be unlockable. I ran into a pastor today in one of our sessions, uh, and he came to me and he was like, well, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I got this going on at the church. Tell me, what do I do to unlock it? And I told him, man, if I had the answer, we'd all be blessed. Mm-hmm. We'd all you be know? rich because we'd be selling your answer. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, uh, <laughs> you sounded like you would be willing to sell it, but you wouldn't share the proceeds. Well, no, if if, if the people send, you know, nineteen ninety five, <laughs> I give you man ten percent. All right, of, of that, and uh, you know, we'll I'm see. with it. I'm with yeah. it. I'm with it. So once we figure out what this passcode is to get people to embrace God's truth, then we gonna mass produce it. And then you said, once you know the truth, how do you continue to walk in? Uh, to walk in that truth. We haven't got that yet, but go oh, ahead. Okay. That was the next question. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Once you know the truth, how do you continue to walk in it? True. I, my answer would be you have to submit yourself to what it is that you've been brought to the knowledge of. Mm-hmm. 
that there's a whole lot of people that has been brought to the knowledge of the truth, but they fail to embrace the truth mm-hmm. because the truth takes them away from what they're already conditioned oh, to. Oh, yeah. And, that, and that's whatever the works of the flesh are. Right. Whatever you naturally desire. I think also on a practical level, accountability is important. Right. Um, surrounding yourself by people who have an allegiance to the truth, people who are not so um, impressed by you that they can't tell you the truth, right. people who love you enough. I know in our relationship at various times we both kind of got to sharpen and strengthen each other uh, to walk in whatever the truth is regardless to or regardless to what we may see with our eyes that make us feel however right. and so I think it's important to have people in your life who have strong faith uh, right. to kind of keep you uh, walking in truth as well yeah accountability I believe is very important and uh, that's one of the things that um, that I, I love about Pastor Freeman in our relationship. Uh, and I know that this ain't to give me your flowers part. Yeah, I gave you your flowers all day. <laughs> but I, I'm giving him his flowers on his own podcast. I'll take it. Um, but but like the truth is, is that there are some areas uh, that I struggled with. And, and through the accountability, uh, he's kind of helped me along the way. Because, man, there's been some moments, especially when it comes to faulty people. Uh, with faulty people, I was just like free. You know what I'm saying, man, I, I can't do it. And so, you know, he told me some do, few things uh, as it relates to accountability to where, like, I had to sit down and uh, do some reassessments. And so a lot of times uh, you need people in your life to say, hey, man, you taking it too far. Yeah. Uh, I spent at least, like, five out of seven days telling Deshaun, man, you taking it too far. <laughs> you know, and, you know, it's really to no avail oh. because he have not realized that it's time to embrace yeah. the level of truth that I be telling. Yeah. You know, you know, Usually after I beat you like five out of seven games, then you'll be like, man, give me a break. You taking it too far. I'm the Listen, Lord, I'm the as, Lord as it shepherd. it comes to accountability, one of the worst things you can do is lie to yourself. Now, that's one thing I'll never do. I'll lie to you before I lie to myself. Uh, <laughs> I see Pastor Kenyatta D. Dwayne. Pastor Kenyatta Dwayne Simmons is on. LC3? And he said, that's it, accountability. I've been trying to hold you accountable your whole life, and it's not working. The truth will set you free. He won't respond to the accountability information that I give to him. You know, that's true. We've been trying to get people all over the world have been trying to get Kenyatta Simmons saved because he got a gift. He just don't have salvation. And if we could ever get him saved with his gift. We'll know that God can save anybody. From the uttermost to the (laughs) guttermost. All right. Um, Let me ask one more question. So are you better at giving truths or receiving? I like that one. Because there are a whole lot of people in the world who give a whole bunch of advice but won't take any. Uh-huh. So are you better? And I want you to be real. Be honest with yourself. Are you better at giving truth or receiving truth? What you think? Um, I think like personally, you um, and I think that most of us <laughs> most of us have to be honest and say that all of us are always better than at giving than we are receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh because at some point Except man, when it comes to offering. 
yeah. When it comes to money. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I just wanted to no, throw that we, in we there. No, we need to go that yeah. direction. <laughs> man, listen. Yeah. Listen, do any of my folk on here, y'all come on here, right? Now. I should have tagged you. They would have yeah. been in here. Man. But then they would hate me because you using <laughs> using this platform to whip them. But yeah, I think you you on point that you know it's easier for most people to share something than to receive. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It is. That's a growing edge for us, man. You come in here all dressed up, suited and booted and whatnot. Man, I've been trying to do the work of the ministry. Have you? And I don't know how good I've done today. Yeah. I tried my best. You look worn, like maybe you exhausted. Uh, virtue went out of you. Man, somebody touched me. <laughs> oh, I don't know when we're going to do it, but I'm going to get Dr. Chu back here, and we're going to do a full segment together, and we're just going to uh, kick around some ministry ideas. Uh, but I'm about to close down after I give these flowers. He kind of forecasted. And so I'm moving into my segment called Free Flowers. Free Flowers. And today, God gives interesting confirmations. I decided who I wanted to give flowers to early on in the day. Just out of the blue, well, not out of the blue, obviously it was prompted, but I wasn't aware. Uh, he came to the building to do some work. Um, and so I'm giving flowers today to my deacon, Deacon Booker LeBeau. Now, uh, I don't, I think Deacon is off Facebook at the moment, so I'm gonna need somebody to tell him that I gave him flowers, although uh, I express my appreciation and gratitude to Booker all the time. We have a very uh, blessed relationship. I was talking to my wife um, yesterday. If she wants, yeah. Uh, I was I was talking to my wife yesterday and uh, not yesterday but early in the week and I just kind of shared we were talking about something else but I said you know in the years that I've known Booker he has never done anything that was kind of suspect or made me feel some kind of way like not once and that's hard when you have an intimate relationship with a person and they never made you feel some kind of way now I may be jinxing it he may you know do something I made him feel some kind of way. <laughs> Listen, y'all need to get this man uh, some double flowers. <laughs> give me flowers because you made me feel some kind of way. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying give him double oh, flowers. Oh, Booker. You can oh, yeah. Find, yeah, like, and that's that's that the honest to God truth. Yeah. There has never been a time where he, even in moments where he's challenged me or shared some things with me that were kind of hard, uh, he never shared it in a way that it was like hard to receive. And so uh, Booker is a servant around our church. He's a deacon, uh, but he's a handyman. Uh, he serves, uh, he drives me around. Um, just anything that needs to be done, he's that guy that's willing to do it. And not only does he serve me, he serves my family, and he serves this church well. And so, Booker, if you get a chance to hear this, I want you to know that as your pastor, as your brother, and I would say as your friend, I, I rarely blur those lines in ministry uh, except for certain special relationships, but I count you as a brother and a friend, Booker. And so these are my flowers to you. I'm giving them to you today while you can smell them. Give me my flowers. Do you know how that song goes? You don't. Know. Why? I did. Because you thought I was gonna forget. I, I didn't forget. 
just sang to Booker to get the flowers. And anyway, uh, matter of fact, Booker got off work. His boss gave him an early release from work, and he came to the church uh, to put up t uh, paper towel dispensers. Just little stuff like that. And I'm going to say this to those of you who are church members. To a pastor, people who are willing to serve and do the small things without being prompted and asked and don't need accolades to do it, like, that's invaluable. That's invaluable. I would rather have those types of people than people who, you know, are extremely talented or whatever in, in various areas that get a lot of attention, but they always need fanfare. Mm -hmm. So to a silent servant in our church who always is on point, I just want to give you these flowers. Booker, take these flowers from Pastor Free. So... With all of these flowers that you've been giving out... Why are you knocking receipts on the ground? Pick up an offering to re-up on flowers. To re-up on... I do believe that, because roses are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> some some people think they uh, stuff don't stink, but if you lean a little bit closer, you'll see roses really smell like boo boo hoo hoo. Dung. That that that, that wasn't the word. <laughs> yes, I see Pastor Eric Jones Senior then got up on here. Man of God, ABC. bless you. I pray all is well with you. I believe he was supposed to bring me fish dinners today. And here I am, fishless. And so uh, it was supposed to happen. You were supposed to get some too. Uh, and he he tried to stunt and be like, it would need to be multiple. Like we don't look out. But uh, we just sitting here hungry, Pastor Jones. And if y'all haven't sold out, get at me. Uh, you know we always trying to support. Uh, Kayla reiterates what I'm saying, and he says ever. She said ever. I guess that was to the that he never is a, a issue or problem. Uh, and yes, we love Booker. So I'm about to close down. If there were no questions in the inbox to ask Pastor Free, I'm going to. Um, matter of fact, Pastor Chu, would you close us with prayer? Would that be beneath you to close the people of God with prayer on this segment? Yeah, I'll close them with prayer. It ain't going to be long, but it'll be strong. Oh, okay, well, let me give you time to, to strengthen it. And then <laughs> while I'm telling my people. You want to do long prayer? No, no, no. I don't want you to do a no, long prayer. Right, but I, but, I, but you said it's going to be strong. I want you to be sure it's strong. Well, I'm Because, you know, some people on, be lying talking about something going to be I'm going to lay hands on no, you because the no, Bible says if you no, lay hands on no. the sick, they will recover. Well, you know, I am, so. I am sick. But anyway, I pray that our time together has blessed you in some kind of way. Those of you who have been on at some point live, Instagram or Facebook, and those of you who are going to listen to the podcast playback on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Uh, this is going to be a wonderful month yes, because it's my birthday month and because it's African-American Heritage Month. If you haven't done something to celebrate African-Americans this month, do something. Do something. What have I done? Uh, what have I done to celebrate african -American? Well, first of all, we did a great video recap of HBCUs on Sunday. In worship. Now, I didn't directly do that, but I made sure we had screens and TVs, and I prompted other people to do it. I'm sitting here with my with my Martin picture. I can never get the angles. Boom. There we go. You know what? Before African American Heritage Month came, I took all my children to the LBJ Museum, and they had this dope uh, Motown exhibit. So if anyone who hasn't seen it, I think it's still up. 
I'm not sure, but if you haven't, the LBJ Museum has a Motown exhibit that was really worth uh, seeing to see some history. Uh, so those things, and still there are some other things that I, I really plan to do to celebrate an important African-American figure this month, myself. I really, really plan to... <laughs> Yo, why y'all didn't laugh like that? You sitting there, are you Thomas Edison? Why are you here? <laughs> They, see, it seemed like they didn't see the, the light bulb. This guy's sitting here holding a light bulb. I did. I'm trying to wait to see if what you're going to say going to make the light come on for somebody. <laughs> I like, I see what you did there. That was cute. That was real cute. Anyway, I think it's time to pray. But I don't know if people want you to pray for them because you, well, right. you holding the light bulb and you couldn't power it. It's not, I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> you know, no, God is it's, the source. It, it's in your hand, though. God is the source, though. Yeah, but it's in your hand. I haven't called on him to light it up yet. <laughs> okay, now we go, now we go see what happens. Buy me a plug. <laughs> a cord, some batteries. All right, it's been another Free Indeed Fridays Free podcast, Indeed Friday. and thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, Dr. Chu is going to lead us in a prayer of closing and covering, and then I'll let you get back to your Friday evening, making Rotel nachos, ordering pizza, uh, whatever it is you got planned, Dave and Buster, spare time. Whatever y'all doing this evening, you going to take me for crawfish? Not there. All right, because you look like you got a lot of money on you today. No. What happened? Oh, yeah, I have other things. Yeah, we got it. We got oh, you have you you have other stuff that you got to do. Yeah, I told you that. Shepherd. I gave you a time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being a shepherd. Listen, y'all ALC members that see this, I deserve a raise for this week. And and it don't all need to come from y'all. Some of it need to come from Pastor O. I got Amen. this song, though. What's I the got song? This song? What's the song? This song is all like this. It say, come on and bring that money. I like it. Come on and bring that money. Mm -hmm. Come on and bring that mm -hmm. money. God's got a blessing just for you. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Lead us to the throne of grace. All right. Eternal God, our Father, thank you for this time in which we have shared together. Yes, we ask God that at the end of this podcast that many uh, will be able to view it and see it and realize that it's a time uh, to become familiar with the truth. Yeah, it's a time to embrace the truth. Uh, it's a time to execute the truth. Mm -hmm. We know, God, that we stand on the foundation of, of your word, which is the truth. Yeah, and we ask you, God, that you would allow the truth to live within us mm -hmm. so we can handle the truth and also disperse the truth. Yes, this is our prayer in Jesus' name. In Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. It's Pastor Free. I love you, and there's nothing you could do about it. I holla. <laughs>